Welcome to the Faith Mamas Podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. We're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up a lot. But we have been called to a mighty work, motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry, but we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mamas is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to the Faith Mamas Podcast. This podcast has been made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. Become a Faith Mama sponsor and join us in spreading the message of hope, healing, and deliverance to moms across the world. Hello, Faith Mamas. Welcome to the Faith Mamas podcast. We are in week two of the Called and Set Apart series. And I don't know about you ladies, but I am still learning so much from our discussion last week. I'm super excited to dig in today's discussion, but before we do, y'all know what time it is, and I'm kicking it over to my sister, Janice, for the Mom Life Roll Call. Thanks, Ryan. The Mom Life Roll Call. Oh, moms, this is one of our favorite parts of the podcast. It is the part where we get to tell all the amazing stories, the funny stories, and sometimes even the embarrassing stories um, that we experience with our little people, big people, or older people, because let's face it, moms, we have our kids of all ages, right? Um, It's the part where we get to share so that you as a mom do not feel you're alone. Trust me, most of the stories we share helps us all know that we actually are sane moms. And we're actually doing a very good job. Very, very good job. So I found this one, guys, in the virtual village. And I thought it was kind of cute. And I had to pull it out because I can identify, especially being the mom of a girl. So this is from Dion Selman. And Dion says, spending 20 minutes brushing and pressing her hair this morning into a cute little do only for her and her little girlfriends to decide they want to play beauty shop in aftercare and take each other's hair out. She looked like, who would have thought when I picked her up if she put hashtag mom life? Oh, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Dion. I know your pain, girl. <laughs> I know your pain. It's like the worst thing. You like spend all this time making sure that your baby girl looks so cute and her hair is adorable. And my kid, she comes home like she got in a fight every single day. I'm like, yo, what happened to your hair? You did not look like this when you left the house. Like, ooh, I know the feeling. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was one that definitely stood out for girl moms. Boy moms, high five because you cut it and you roll. Girls want to tell you where to put the bow at. They want to tell you what size. What color has to be. They want curls. Can I just say you guys have me shaking in my boots right about now? Because, you know, I was a boy mom for the past couple years, and now I have this little girl, but she still has to put a cute bow on her little baby fro stage. And y'all have me (laughs) shaking in my boots because I'm like, first of all, I don't know a thing about girls' hair. You might say, but Dominique, you're a girl, and I, I still say I don't know a thing about girls' hair. And so now I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. I had this whole plan. I was going to take her for somebody else to do her hair. But if y'all are telling me she's going to come back with her hair looking crazy, what am I going to do? I can't run her somewhere every single moment. Oh, my goodness. I'm nervous. Oh, yeah, it's a guarantee. She'll come home looking like she got in a fight. Mm -hmm. She will. (laughs) 
She oh. said, but it'll be okay because guess what? We all experience the same thing, so you won't be alone. Oh, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Mom we life. Just, oh no, it's mom life. <laughs> oh man. All right. Things to look forward to. Thanks. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, so quick recap and spoiler alert. If you have not listened to the first episode in this series, God blew all of our minds by shattering our perception of being set apart. It's not an isolating place, but a place where we commune with one another as the body of Christ. So today, we are going to dig into what it means to be called. Ladies, what are your initial reactions when you hear that phrase, what it means to be called? So uh, for me, I think of um, actually like calling out to someone like, and I'm a big uh, user of like terms of endearment. Um, Very rarely do I ever call people by their real names. (laughs) I use things like sis or love or, or, you know, I call my husband honey or I call my kids baby. Like I, I, I often use terms of endearment because it's like when I'm calling out to them, I want them to know that it's coming from like a place of love. Um, So that's like my, that's kind of initially what I think of when it means to be called. Like you're actually like physically calling out to someone. That's good, Ryan, because I was thinking when I'd say call, it's the same thing. It's kind of just like, um, (laughs) <laughs> the funny thing is, I notice sometimes when I, like, have to call out to my child, I don't have to, like, say anything. I just walk up. And, like, as soon as I walk up, and it's kind of like her little spidey senses goes off, like, my mommy is near. And she turns around, and it's like, mommy! You know, it's just like, it's the, this presence. It's a presence that, you know, that's there. And then it's just like, you know, they're picked out, and they just, they come to you. So that's what I mm-hmm. thought about was her. You know, it's just like, she kind of knows I'm there. And sometimes before I even have to say anything, she just comes running. She just kind of like picks herself out. So you're picked out yeah. of the crowd. So true. That's good. That's really good. The presence. That's good. Okay, y'all. Mine is going to be so weird. <laughs> but when I heard the phrase, what does it mean to be called? The song, this song came in my head. I don't know if y'all know anything about this, but it goes, Mr. Telephone Man. There's something wrong with my line when I dial my baby's number. I get a click every time. Why that came in my head, but it literally did. Because um, it's classic, new edition. Oh, that's why. There we go. I'm sorry. But it came in my head. And I um I started thinking about like when you try to call somebody and you don't have a signal, or when you try to call somebody and they don't want to answer or <laughs> when you try to call somebody and you know something gets broken in the line um and, and you can't hear each other or you start sounding like uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. um so that's kind of what i thought of when it when i thought of called is just the the whole concept of being on the phone mm. <laughs> in that song i don't know why that song just popped in my head that was um, good <laughs> now I want to go listen to the whole thing <laughs> yeah and I will after this <laughs> I know that's right if uh, my friend Jonalyn is listening I know she's like probably has completely stopped and gone back to me singing that over and over and over she loves herself some new edition so hey Jonalyn <laughs> uh, <laughs> alright well 2 Timothy 1 9 
it says he saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us, given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. I'm going to read it again. Second Timothy 1, 9. He saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. All right. What jumps out to you guys from that scripture? So the thing that immediately comes out at me is um, kind of twofold, is that he saved us and called us. Um, so in my mind, I interpret that as like, well, and then actually I'll just say my full thought. So he saved us and he called us. And then right after that, we see not because of anything we have done but because of his own purpose and grace. So it's like that thing we were talking about, like with, with your, with our kids, Janice, like when you were saying that you just have a presence and, and you don't have to always say anything and London just turns around and she feels that you're there. She knows that you're there and she comes to you. It's like, God, he, he picked us before we picked him. And he called us into his purpose and his presence before we accepted him. Uh, that's kind of what jumped out to me. Mm-hmm. And that was good, right? You know, real quick, it was kind of funny because I thought about it. I was like, sometimes she knows I'm there. She she does, she does ignores me, too. So it was kind of <laughs> funny. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, yeah. But there are times when my presence is known and it's ignored. Do we do that to the Lord? Hallelujah. I guess he was talking to me about that part when I ignore him. Um, so the thing that sticks out to me here is that the grace was given to us before the beginning of time. You know, a lot of times we, we always hear, know, you know, God knew us before we knew ourselves and before we were formed and we were always on his mind. And, and I like just hearing that last part, it just is a reminder to me that, you know, there was always like, he knew he was going to call us and he always, he had already made provision for the grace to be there even before the beginning of time. So like the stage was already set before we even got here to be called mm-hmm. and to be set apart and to be in the right position before time even began. He just always, always had us on his mind. Mm. That's so good. That's really good. You know, it's so funny. I think I had a particular thought process of what we were going to be talking about during this series. And God is just like, Mm-mm. nope, 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 nope. Um, one of the things as I was looking here, you know, I've been really kind of thinking about, you know, God, how do we help people to find their purpose and how do we help people? Because that's a big thing that people are talking about in the community is like, how do we help people to find our, their purpose and things? And in this scripture, um, the thing that's really standing out to me is called us to a holy life. And what it made me realize is God's like, I am not calling you to a position but I'm calling you for a response in your position. So it's almost like God is like, I don't really care where, what position you're in. He's like, I'm going to float you in and out of positions. Don't get attached mm-hmm. to this business. Don't get attached to this job or don't get, I'm going to float you in and out of positions, but I want your response to remain holy. That's mm-hmm. your call. You know, okay. I want your response to remain godly that's your calling that's you operating in your calling it doesn't matter you know if right now you're working in your dream job or not you're still operating in your call if you're operating in the responses that god has 
has given you. And so it kind of, that called us to, to a holy life. It's like, God's like, that is the call. That is the calling. Everything else are things that, you know, we may want to do or desires we may have, and those are fine. But God is showing us like, well, what, if you're talking about what I've called you to, I've called you to a particular response. That's mm-hmm. so good. That's so good. And mm-hmm. I, I have to share this um, because it relates exactly to what you're talking about, Dominique. Um, a couple of weeks ago, um, God woke me up at like five something in the morning. And for anybody who knows me personally, not a morning person. And if you wake me up before my alarm gets off, there will be consequences. <laughs> for me and it happened it happened the whole entire week and I ignored him all week long so finally on this particular day I was like all right you know what I'm just I'm not he, he keeps doing this to me because I won't I won't respond so let me respond this time and so I, I got I got up and I started praying and then he just started downloading all of this stuff um, into my head and one of the things that he said was you have to respond when I call and he said, I want to give you my best, but I can't do that if you don't respond when I call you. And it's exactly what you're saying, Dominique, is like, you know, we go throughout, go through different seasons in our lives. You know, jobs change, people in our lives change, our kids get older, we add kids to our family, like whatever season that you're in, God is saying, um, respond the way that I'm teaching you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and live righteously. That's your response. That's your purpose is whatever season I have you in, respond to me in the righteous way that I'm teaching you through my word. And so I just had to share that because it was like spot on to what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That was good. It's so true though. God is, he's looking for our response. I think about all the awesome people in the, the the scriptures, right? I think about King David and Abraham, and I, I think about um, Jesus and, and, and Peter and all these people. And we look at, you know, what God used them for. Like, we know David became king. You know, we know Abraham had a son in all these things. But we look at it through our lens, right? What we're looking for is like, what happened to them? What did they end up doing? What great things did they accomplish? But if we look at it through God's lens, he was always looking at it. How did they respond? What did they say? Where's their faith? Where's their heart? Like he's looking at something completely different than we're looking at. And even when we look at Abraham, like there were some things that God worked out of Abraham um, as it as it regards to his heart, but even if we look at why he called Abraham, he said it was because he knew that Abraham was going to lead his family after him. So it was because he knew what Abraham's response was going to be. That's why he put him in the position he was. So he knew that Abraham was going to walk out that calling, which was his response. And so therefore he put him in the position. So it's like the position comes after the call, not not vice versa. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so true. So like in our earthly minds, we think of it backwards. We think of it like, I have to find this calling. I have to find this purpose. And God's like, nope, I already laid it out. I'm just waiting for you to respond to it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, I think, man, this is so good. I think about um, Galatians 5, uh, 22 through 23. It's the fruit of the spirit scripture. Mm -hmm. Talks about um, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such there is no law. And what I realize is that when God is saying that he's calling us to something, it's like he's calling us to respond in these ways, no matter where we are. 
so that he can trust us when he takes us higher, that we will still continue to respond in these ways no matter where we are. And so it's like, you know, it's like we want to be taken higher and God's like, yeah, but I need you to respond to the call right now. And the call is to respond with love, to respond with joy, to respond with peace, all these things. You know, and we're constantly, at least me, constantly looking for our purpose in terms of position. And God is saying, your purpose is to respond in these ways, no matter where you are right now. And when you walk in those things, you can say, you can say with confidence and with boldness, I'm walking in my purpose. I am walking in my purpose because I'm walking in accordance to what God said is the fruit of the spirit. I'm walking in my purpose when I'm squeezed from all directions and what comes dripping out of me is love, joy, peace, you know, you know, all these things come out of me, you know, when I'm squeezed, when I'm in uncomfortable situations and I'm still walking in my purpose because I am manifesting all of these things out of my life. Um, and that's what God's called me to. It just, I don't know, God's, God's perspective always blows my mind because it's so different. It's so different from ours. It is. And, you know, I could see, uh, hear someone thinking, well, a holy life, what does that mean? Do I have to become a preacher? Do I have to sit up here and no? You know, I, I had to look at that part again. And, and it goes with what you're saying, Dami, like to have a holy life means, you, you know, we're set apart by God and we're saying, I'm going to be in relationship with you, God. And um, when you say you're going to be in relationship with him and, you know, we're going to put him first, he can help you do those things that come with the fruit of the spirit, right? Because let's be real, it's impossible. And I, I will be bold enough to say this. It's impossible to love without God. And mm -hmm. I'll say that. And somebody might be like, are you kidding me? I love people. No, actually you haven't. If you've loved, if you've loved as he's called us to love, then you, he's helped you because it is impossible to love without him. Love is patient, it's kind, it's forgiving, it's not keeping a record of wrong, it's all these things. And sometimes even in our human nature, until we allow the Holy Spirit to aid us and as we continue to grow in the love of Christ and we, he changes us, we, we, we're able to do those things because of him. But how do we live a holy life and how do we do all these things and even get there? It's just the basic relationship with him because he wants to help us do it. The beautiful thing is he didn't call us to say, now go figure it out. He said, come here, let me help you. I'm going to show you how to do this. So I'm going to call you out. I'm going to join with you. We're going to work together on this. And this is how you're going to do everything you need to do. I just, I'm so happy he didn't want me to do it on my own <laughs> because I would be in trouble. Right. <laughs> me too. That's good. Amen. And you know, that's so good. I think about what you're saying, even about the holy life and how people may be like, man, how am I going to live that? And that's so true. Sometimes, you know, we try to, we try to figure out what to do in order to fit into what we think God is calling us to. And I, I looked at the word holy here. Um, and the, the original word is hegios, right? Hegios. And it means sacred and uh, consecrated. And so I was like, okay, God, sacred, what does that mean? And then I just looked at, looked it up in our dictionary. I looked up consecrated and it says having been made or declared sacred. Consecrated means having been made or declared sacred. And it goes back to what you are saying, Janice, and what we've been saying this whole podcast is like having been made or declared sacred means God did it, not, not us, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he said, he declared this over our life. He said, this is who we are and God did it, not us. Um, and it's just like, it's kind of been, it kind of reminds me of naming your children, 
right? Like when mm-hmm. my child, when Faith came out, I was like, your name is Faith. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I declared that that was her name. Like, this is who you are. Like, Faith had nothing to do with her name. <laughs> she had mm-hmm. nothing to do with that process. It was me and her dad, and we sat and we prayed, and we were like, okay, Lord, who are you calling this child to be? And when she came forth, we declared her Faith, right? Now, whether there are moments when she walks in accordance to that name or not, it doesn't change her name, right? right? Name remains the same. Whether there are moments when she becomes a teenager or whatever, where she struggles or has difficulty with that name or, you know, with walking in faith, I don't know. I, I don't know what her life is going to be in the future, but I know one thing, her name remains the same. Hmm. You know, her name remains the same unless she changed it. Which girl, you better not change your name. That is a cute name. <laughs> um, but but honestly, her name remains the same. I think about my name. My name is uh, Dominique. It means something. I don't even know what it means, but it doesn't matter, right? Right? Because my name is Dominique, and it still is the same. Whether I'm like sitting here, I'm looking it up right now. Like, what does my name mean? Um, I used to know it, but I forgot. Um, but I'm still Dominique. That's my name. It's been my name for 30 plus years. And my parents gave me that name. And there are times where I know what it means. And there's times where I don't, but it doesn't matter because it's still my name. It was mm-hmm. something that was declared over me at birth. And this is mm-hmm. that God is saying here is like, holy is what I declare over you. It's what I made you to be. And no matter where you walk, and no matter if you if you walk in accordance to that name or not, it doesn't change the fact that that's who you are. That's what was declared. That's something we can take and apply as moms, women listening to this podcast, even men if you're listening. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what's happened. It goes back to the last part of that verse. It said, from the beginning of time, you know, God already set things in motion through Christ Jesus that we were already saved and he's called us to a holy life. We're just, that's just what you are. That's what you're called to period point blank. Nothing you can do about it, but you can not respond as Ryan explained to us. (laughs) Yeah. And and I I wouldn't recommend that because he won't leave you alone until you do. (laughs) You cannot respond, (laughs) but, but it doesn't change who you are. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to jump to this question. How can we accept and walk in this calling? It kind of goes to what Ryan was saying, what you're saying, Janice. Like, basically, how can we respond to this calling? Because, yes, we know this is who we are, but how do we respond to it? How can we accept it? Because just because, you know, somebody says this is who you are doesn't mean you accept it yet. So how can we accept and walk in this calling? Yeah, I think think the first thing that we have to try to do is like we talk, discussed a little earlier, is we have to see it through God's lens. We have to see ourselves through God's lens. We can't just see like, oh, I'm working this job that I really don't like, or I'm at this school that I'm really not interested in pursuing this particular degree, or, you know, we have a tendency to kind of look at our lives for the things that they aren't uh, versus what they are. And I think God always sees what they are and he he sees what the purpose of this particular calling is right now, you know? And I think if, when we start to, um, 
to kind of take those blinders, those earthly blinders off and really put on like our spiritual lenses and see that, okay, you know, there's, there's purpose for me being in this particular job right now. You know, maybe the purpose is for you to be there for a coworker who's going through something that you went through 10 years ago. You know, maybe um, the purpose is for you to, to, to learn something from that place that you're in right now to share with someone else later on. Um, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday and she texted me. She was so excited. She was like, man, I just received so much confirmation from God. And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, he used me to minister to somebody on my job. And I was like, really? Like, tell me how. And this woman on her job was going through like all these different areas in her life that she had already been through and that God had already brought her out of. And so her just having this day to have this conversation with somebody on her job about, you know, here's what God did for me in this season that is similar to what you've gone through. Like that's, that's her calling in this job right now, even though she's not, not happy there, she doesn't really feel fulfilled there. She kind of feels like her time is expired there, but that's the calling that she had to respond to. Um, And I think once we kind of start to um, see things the way God does, then we'll be able to accept that calling in whatever season that we're in. Amen. I'm going to say something that's going to sound like a Bible study plug. And it kind of is, so get ready. (laughs) We can accept this calling. What I found for me is like, you know, reading the word, because can I be honest? Sometimes I have trouble believing. I'm like, God, you can use me. Like you want to use me. Like, I don't think I can be used to do that or I don't even, are you sure you call me because I don't really act like I've been called sometimes. And so what I've found as I've been studying the word and going through um, and just honestly understanding more about who God is, because sometimes I think that my challenge is because I'm not relating to him to understand that he is calling me like that is him and knowing his characteristics. So I found that going through the word and as I've been reading, I've been like, okay, what is God doing in this verse? What did he do? You know, how did he respond? Um, And then it kind of helps me to know what should I do and how should I respond? Because I've kind of had to like, almost like go into a manual to understand what to do. I've been going to the Bible and like, let me understand what I'm supposed to do. Because sometimes I just don't know. It just doesn't innately come. But the more I get into the word and you like start to have more of a relationship because you start, like I would tell people to read and ask questions in the Bible. Don't be afraid to like not understand it. Like go and ask questions because God is going to answer them. He's going to give us understanding. And where you get the understanding, I found like my faith increases and I'm more able to believe and respond to the call because I'm able to connect it a little bit better, if that makes any sense. To read the word, (laughs) it helps. Yeah, so true. It does. And I'm looking at like what you guys are saying, like how Ryan said, see it through God's lens and um, Janice, how you said, study the study God's word and learn how to respond. And I'm like, okay, God, you know, what are you showing me about, about what it means to walk in this? And all I keep hearing is remove the rush, like remove the rush and the urgency. And I think that like we may hear something we may know like in our heart like god's calling us to this or god's make uh, bringing us this particular position or god wants us to do this particular task and then we rush to try to get there and what god's been showing me through this conversation that we're having right now is that every element of our life is important and it's important 
in teaching us how to respond when we get there or or when when God takes us to somewhere where you know we may think oh we've arrived or something like that God's like yeah but if if for instance if God says you're going to be a millionaire right and um he's he's declared that over you he said you're going to be a millionaire and you know it in your spirit like you're like God said I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm going to help people in all different countries with my finances and you're like okay let's go let's get let's be a millionaire and God's like wait you aren't, when I squeeze you, self-control doesn't come out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, right now you're not walking in accordance to your call. Your call is to use your finances to help and support people. But if you're not walking in self-control right now, then that is the call. That is like, that is the call. So when you get there, I can't just, just super speed you there and, 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 think, okay, now she's going to be walking in self-control and, and, and be listening to me so that I can tell her where to put her finances and stuff like that. No, God says every step of your life, you're, you are walking in your call right now. Even though you might be looking at your bank account and you're like, wait a minute, it doesn't have millionaire zeros in it. He's like, but yeah, but you're still walking in accordance to your call because I'm mm. teaching you self-control. I'm teaching you how to, how to manage those finances with the finances you have. I'm teaching you all of the things that you need to be able to walk in that position. So I'm teaching you how to walk in the call um, so that when you go to that position, you'll still be able to walk in that call. And I, I think about even, you know, people are like, you know, I know God called me to a family. I know God um, put in my heart to be a mother. I know God put in my heart to be a wife or I know God put these things in my heart and I don't see it in my life but I know that is my, my purpose. I know, I feel like that's my purpose. And God's like, yeah, but I need you to walk in accordance to the call. I'm teaching you that now. Like I'm teaching you how to love. I'm teaching you, you know, what it means to love. I'm teaching you all those things now. And so it's kind of like, sometimes we, we kind of compartmentalize our life and we think, at least me, we think that, okay, the thing I heard God say, right? When I heard God say, I'm going to have this business, or when I heard God say, this is going to be the ministry he wants me to do. I compartmentalize that and don't realize that right now, right now, where I am right now, God's like, yeah, you have that ministry. You have that business. You have all that. That, that You don't have to rush to that. That's coming. I'm, I'm going to teach you how to walk in that and so it's kind of like removing that rush and letting God teach you where you are and knowing that he's going to take you where you need to be. You don't have to mm -hmm. rush. So mm -hmm. that's what I thought for me. That's so good. That's so good. Cause mm -hmm. I think of like, this, it's the same thing with our kids, you know, like we know they're going to be adults one day and sometimes in their minds right now, they think they are, but you know, it's our job as parents is to like teach them, how to behave now, how to operate now, how to, you know, use your manners now so that when they become adults later on, they continue to walk in that. It's, it's, it's the exact same thing. Wow. Hmm. Now that's good. And it's like, you know, if you think about the fact that if we don't get these foundational things as we're walking in our calling, you can, you can actually listen to the wrong voice. You know, like there's some things foundationally we have to understand. Like you were just saying, Dominique, if um, God has called you to be a millionaire or a billionaire, he's going to do what he's going to do through you. Then sometimes the small things that we think don't matter are bigger than actually having the actual thing and doing it because you're not going to know how to handle it. And what will happen is you'll listen to the wrong voices. You'll mismanage it. You'll misuse it. But he's giving you like the little pieces that he know you can, he knows you can handle so that once you get there, you know what to do. 
you you mm-hmm. understand this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how God has told me to to handle this thing. And we all know, like when He showed you how to handle things, things that make sense to people, like or don't make sense to people, like it just it like happens, right? Like two fish, five loaves of bread feeds multitudes of people. Like the math never adds up because that's what He does, <laughs> and He mm-hmm. needs you to do that because He wants to do some like untraditional math in our lives, not just with money, but with everything, you know, mm-hmm. if you're being called to be a mother, what I've noticed is that if you guys haven't noticed that I notice I mother other people's kids and I don't even mean to do it. Like I just sit mm-hmm. there and I see a mom struggling. Like, Oh, she's trying to grab the bag and a kid. Let me go and help you do that too. Come on, little kid. Let's talk. Like I find myself all the time talking to kids and I'm like, why am I doing it? Because like you're saying, if there's something in you, whether you physically have had that child yet or not, you can still use those same things because it's a call that's on you that it's not, it can be used in different places. It doesn't make it, and kids need it, right? Children need it. Other moms need the support and the love. And yeah, it's great training ground. God is just like constantly preparing us all the time and just taking us to the next step. And he's walking us there, right? And not running us there because it's hard to run. I hate running. Sorry, runners. (laughs) I don't like to run. (laughs) I really don't. What works for me. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. And I know, you know, we're about to wrap up here, but it makes me think the small things are the call and the big things mm-hmm. are the position. So all mm-hmm. the time I've been focused on the position and God's like, I need you to that's get focused call. on the call. Jesus. You know? mm-hmm. so. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lord. That's Ooh, awesome. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's so good. Uh, sure. Well, ladies, um, this was an awesome discussion. And I want to encourage each of you listening to continue the conversation in the Faith Mamas Virtual Village on Facebook. And please join us right here next week for more on the series called and set apart. And we want to give a special thank you to all of our podcast sponsors for Faith Mamas Monthly. If you would like to support us in spreading the word of hope, healing, and deliverance to moms all over the world, become a sponsor today. You can go to www.faithmamas.org. Excuse me. Let me say it again because I almost messed up. That was our old site. Let's go again. Go to www.faithmamas.org and don't forget to join the thousands of moms in over eight countries across the world and download the faith mamas app which is available on google play and the itunes store you can get access to this podcast as well as all of our other awesome content 24 hours a day seven days a week all right so let us pray um dear lord we thank you so much for teaching us during this podcast session what it means when you call us, God, and that you set us apart, Lord. God, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for just the wisdom, God, the understanding and the clarity you've given. God, we pray that it reaches everyone who is listening to this podcast, Heavenly Father, God, and that it draws them into a closer relationship with you, Lord. God, understanding, Heavenly Father, that you're not to, you're not here condemning us, God, but God, there's a call. You're drawing us. You want us to draw closer to you, Lord, so that you can show us our true identity. You can show show us who we are, Lord, and so that you can use us, Heavenly Father, in this life to fulfill the the true call and purpose that you've given to each and every one of us, God. God, I thank you that everyone has a call. Everyone's been called and and set apart by you. And Lord, I pray for those who feel that they don't hear you, Lord, or don't believe that they're called, that after listening to this, Heavenly Father, they will know it's true, Lord. And that, God, they'll be able to dig deeper into you, Heavenly Father, God, and just find this place, Lord, where their heart reconciles with yours. Lord, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
And if there's someone who was listening to this podcast and you're like, oh my goodness, you know, I don't know Jesus, but I would love to accept him into my heart. I want to be a follower of Christ. Um, please repeat this after me. Um, say, dear Lord, I love you. And I want you in my life. I repent of all of my sins. God, I turn my life over to you. I trust you and I thank you because I know that I cannot walk this journey called life alone without you. And if that is something that you've said and you've called Jesus to be into your heart, Please let us know, drop your name or drop a comment in the virtual village, and we will definitely make sure we connect with you and get you some resources um, to definitely help you along this journey. Welcome to the family of, of Christ. He loves you. Uh, we love you so much, and we're here to support you.